Hey, what's up, everybody? It is time again for the Music Munchies on the Bender Blend. This is Season 2, Episode 3 of the Music Munchies. Uh, we sat down with our good friend Larry Pena, who is a karaoke host, a trivia host. He's a magazine editor, a LARPer, uh, all-around awesome dude. Thanks again for being here, Larry. We always have a good time with you, and I know you guys will enjoy this episode. Uh, yeah, we dive into the world of karaoke, uh, get to learn a little bit about the history of it, uh, Larry shares some fun stories and uh, some of his his style of hosting karaoke, and uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, and I think you guys will enjoy it. If you live here in San Luis Obispo, he hosts karaoke at Bang the Drum Brewery, and it will be, it's recurring, it's the last Friday of every month, and the next one is this Friday, March 25th, so if you live here and you haven't gone or you have gone, either way, show up, it's a lot of fun, Larry does a great job, makes it really fun for everybody. Um, yeah, and uh, a little shout out to uh, my good friend Nick LaFaro. That's his music again in the background. This song is called Tempest. He goes by Toponis on SoundCloud. Check him out. Also, give Larry a follow on Instagram at Larry Pena. He's got another cool page all about his LARPing. He builds his own armor and shit. That's going to be a whole nother episode. But, anyways, check him out and then follow at Bang the Drum Brewery for all their event stuff too. Anyways, let's get into the episode. This is part one of two with Larry Pena. Thanks, guys. Cheers. All right, here we are. Uh, we're calling this Music Munchies because it's mostly music today. Welcome, everybody. We have got Larry Pena returning. Hello. Hi, hi Larry. Uh, hi. We, mi- we missed that voice. And then we got Gabby on as well, always. It'd be weird without her. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, so... For those of you that don't know Larry, um, Larry hosts karaoke here in town, and as well as trivia, and I think we've talked about that a lot, but we've never really dug into the karaoke side of you, so we're going to kind of go through some of the brief history of karaoke and, and some of the ins and outs that happened, and also just how you got into it a little bit and your style of hosting karaoke because it is there is it is a i mean i was just reading this article uh, from bbc.com about the it is the nat the national pastime in the philippines yeah um and then i was trying to kind of find some other history and it's kind of it's not clear and may, i'm sure there's enough articles that if we dug into it but like what i found is that uh Japan. It's a Japanese word that means empty orchestra. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I'm, I'm assuming that's correct. Uh, the internet is. I hope so. I did a I karaoke know. question or a trivia question about that. Okay. Uh, okay. Years nice. ago, and I hope I didn't lead it's anyone astray. Still haunts you. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like, no, that was actually. But either way, like, and you know, I figure we go to the source. Um, can you remind me how long you've been hosting karaoke? Uh, how long? I started hosting karaoke at Bang the Drum right. uh, probably about four or five years ago. Okay, so right uh, when I met you, then it was like you yeah, just I was I was pretty okay. new at it. Yeah, I had been I, I had been hosting you know mm. trivia there for a year or two or at least a few months. That's right. Uh, and okay. they wanted to do a karaoke night, or they had been doing a karaoke night, but not you know like kind of a, a um, it was just like a, like whoever was working at the bar would just kind of put on some music. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I started getting into that, and uh, it was fun. I mean, karaoke has been basically like church to me for years and years and years, decades probably. Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, so. Totally did fun. you did you do karaoke before you started hosting it? Or yeah, were you, yeah. Were you like a frequent? Yeah, um, I had a regular <laughs> when I yeah, and I kind of took a break. I had a regular bar that I would go to when we lived in um, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of Phoenix, we would just go. There's one or two bars kind of nearby that we would we would go to their karaoke nights and just like me and a couple of buddies, um, sometimes me and my my wife, um, we would go and just you know do some songs and and it was like an almost every single week sort of thing. Yeah, um, it was like a ritual. So um, we uh, uh, I took a, a long break when my kids were born. I had didn't kind of you know <laughs> didn't sense. really get around to it for for a long time. But um, yeah, <laughs> you know, other than the occasional. Uh, the occasional uh, karaoke night here and there, yeah. But uh, yeah, I started started hosting it because um, I was around, and they were already paying me to you know host That's gigs fa- and stand yeah. in front of a microphone. Okay. Did you? And I know, like, I, I was reading about the Juke Eight is kind of like the original karaoke machine. No. 
Um, and nowadays, like, is there, I, I mean, are there websites that you can like pull up for like your own, if you want, like to host karaoke at someone's house, like yeah. if you're just like, yeah, let's have a party. Oh, do you need like a machine? You don't. Not right, it... not anymore. I mean, okay. and it used to be up until fairly recently, you had to have, you know, at least like a collection of CDs. I had a karaoke machine for oh, a while. Shit. Okay. My, like my dad got me a karaoke machine, you know, probably 10 years ago. Nice. Um, <laughs> That it was was lovely, and there was like a five disc collection of like popular like karaoke songs from the fifties and sixties oh, and seventies okay. and eighties. It's like a decade I kind of collection. You. Okay, um, and it comes with you know two microphones and a little built-in speaker system, and you plug it into your TV, and and it was a whole setup. Um, but right now, I mean, you can you can do karaoke night in your house if you've got like a smart TV or like a Roku or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, you just get your your YouTube app and you. You know, pull up a YouTube video. That's and that's literally all I do. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are people in town who have like a more sophisticated, you know, professional setup. Yeah. um, Of you know, collection of songs or whatever. Um, I just use YouTube because it's there. You have more paying for the YouTube account for for you know for for no ads and and yeah, you can find pretty much any popular song that okay yeah i I was gonna say like i i've because i've gone to the a few of your newer ones and Mm -hmm. i noticed like it is. The access to the songs, because like there's people, there's songs that people are like songs that I've requested probably that would like that just wouldn't work on old school machines. That's like, well, we only have this because I remember they used to like the karaoke night I went to. They'd hand you the sheet of like, here's the yeah. 500 songs you can sing, and all, all most of them were like songs I was like, I'll never sing that, and also I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is funny to like. And it's cool too to like be able to go like, hey dude, can you the Misfits? And you're like, yeah, find it, good, got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what's nice about. I mean, you know, having access to stuff like that. It's just yeah. you, know, you can pull up pretty much any song. I I found some French pop song that someone asked me for the uh, last time I hosted. Oh wow, uh, I'd never heard of. Um, you know, it's always there's, there's always something that you think is going to be obscure when you're using YouTube, and it it ends up being super easy to find way easier than you think. So okay, yeah. Um, so do you know more, cause you know, I'm just kind of glancing through this article about it and mm-hmm. it sounds like it's been around since the seventies at least or yeah, mid seventies. Yeah, 71 is okay. what I, what I've heard of, of, you know, when it was invented. Um, okay. and, and yeah, I, I didn't look up actually ton of the history. The only, only history that I found was that there was a. Uh, a wave of murders around oh my God. Oh, yeah. in the Philippines or Malaysia. I can't remember which uh, is one of those. <coughs> one of those two. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but a wave of murders are surrounding the song uh, "My Way" by Frank Sinatra. That's uh, really strange. People people would sing and and the crowd would lose their minds and someone would just get over overzealous and that's and so weird. I wonder. Don't blame them. It's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> God, that's funny. Now, what I wonder is, like, were they mad? Were they killing people because they're so bad? They're like, you're mur- this song, you kill it. Like, it's so bad. Or is that- it like a mosh pit of passion? Yeah. Like because someone, the crescendo hits yeah. your ears and you just can't yeah. contain yourself. When I, when, I hear, <laughs> when I hear that peak note of my way, I just go into an orgasmic murderous rage. That is funny, man. Me too. I just slay whoever's doing this to me. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm, oh, it must be. I wonder if the same art. I just saw that in this article. So, yeah. At least a half a dozen people have been murdered after seeing Frank's. Wow. So they, the people that are singing, the people got that are murdered. singing is what I heard. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. So I thought it was just like random. Some people just no. Like, so it's the specific. So they're not that like make, the crowd getting stampeded or anything. No. It's like, <laughs> okay. Which you know I. I know my limits, and that's why, like, it's like when I go sing karaoke, I'm not singing because I don't, I can't sing. I know, I know my, my abilities, and I'm like, I can half mimic certain punk rock songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I can, and and what I've learned, and maybe you've had this experience too. I have way more fun at karaoke when I sing songs I know. Yeah, like a hundred percent. I know. I've it's like I've listened to that Green Day song five hundred times. I yeah. know it. It is helpful to have the the timing uh, of yeah, yeah. the screen and the the lyrics, but I mean, do you do you think it's the same for you? Like, yeah, or have you 100%. noticed like when people come up, it's like and they because I you see people try songs and you're like, ah, I think they're having fun, but for me, it's like it's so much more fun if you just know the song yeah. and then you kind of just 
Yeah, if you don't even, I mean, the ideal, I think, for me is to get up there and have a song that you don't even really need to look at the lyrics on the screen. Gotcha. If you know it, like, that deeply and that well, that's Mm -hmm. when you're going to have a good time. That's when the audience is probably going to have a good time. Um, True. I was going to, I've been working on this kind of list of, of, you know, karaoke, you know, rules, karaoke commandments or whatever. Um, Ooh, good, because I, I was in my questioning that you you read my mind. I was going to ask uh-huh. you if you've come up with a... Okay, sorry. I'm developing That's it, awesome. Yeah. Okay, you're but working one of the, on it. One gotcha. of the first ones is um, is know the song. If you mm-hmm. if you get up there and you're like, oh, this is a popular song. Surely uh, I know it. Mm. But you haven't like actually learned it or like read the lyrics or, mm. or whatever it is. If you're not actually familiar as familiar as you think you are, um, you are going to have a terrible time because the yeah. lyrics only get you so far. The lyrics tell That's you what right. to say, but they don't tell it help you with the pace. They don't help yep. you with the timing. They don't help you with <laughs> the inflection or the the, That's the right. mel- melodies or anything. It's just you got to you got to know it. Very mm-hmm. true. Um, I experienced that and I think it was I had maybe too too many beers <laughs> and the lyric and I the song went out of my head. It was and it's a song I always pick is yeah. Men at Work, the safety dance. Oh yeah. There but there's parts in it that like I hit I remember I was like looking at you, I was like, I fucking forgot how the <laughs> song goes and I've done it so many times. It was just like might have had too many beers, but uh the worst one the worst is a song like um like It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Uh, where you know oh, everybody, everybody knows the chorus. Yeah. I know this song. I know the song like the back of my the hand. Chorus, but you, yeah. you know the one line over yeah. and over and over again. That's right. Uh, you know the one chorus, but like, I guarantee you, ninety nine percent of people who think they're gonna know this song are gonna get up there and have mm. no idea what to do <laughs> during the verses when the actual rap is happening. That's, um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so uh, uh, there, <laughs> there's a lot of rap songs that that you know you get that that really hooky sort of mm-hmm. chorus. Or that one part that's super popular that everybody knows, that's... and it really boosts your confidence to an unhealthy level because you get up there and you've <laughs> yeah. got your thumb up your ass for mm. you know for twelve bars, and then suddenly it hits the chorus and you can sing a, sing a few lines. That's awesome. Yeah, that um, you're that's totally true because I you know part of the fun because I never thought I'd enjoy karaoke. Like I started kind of going off and on when I was still living in Colorado up in Vail. There was a uh, there was a dude who did it. His name is Sandman. He was a DJ on the radio for a long time, and then he started hosting karaoke like up and down the valley. So like everybody knew, but it was always like there were certain bars where it's like oh it's always packed. And then he started doing it at a bar that was right near we, and it was like five people would show up. So it was kind of like I was like I'm gonna go try it. it Sound like ah fuck yeah, it. And no like, stakes. Yeah, exactly. But it started getting bigger, and then. I got more confident. I was like, oh, I can hang. And he he was nice enough to be like, yeah, try that song. Yeah. And then I tried it, and I was like, okay. And he kind of gave me that nudge of just like, he's like, dude, pick a song that you know. Like, He's like, the lyrics are there, to, but he's like, you should know. And, I, and exactly what you were saying yeah. is just like, he, he kind of gave me that. And then I kind of got hooked and I was like it's just kind of fun because you just cut loose especially when you know the song and you're just right. like it's almost like I just covered that song I, <laughs> might not definitely not as good but you know what I mean it's like yeah. and I saw the the appeal like I was like okay this is fun it's performing yeah it is it's like you're performing in front of people and it's scary the first time for sure yeah but the more I did it and, and especially when you see just when people just go up and do and you're just like you, it kind of becomes like a team thing like yeah oh, like people you don't know you're like yeah dude you got this yeah exactly like well, a, and, and if yeah. you if you're in a spot where where the vibe is good where you know people like the regulars are there like people start building up a little bit of camaraderie around doing True. karaoke especially if it's yeah. the group of people who are singing because not everybody in a karaoke bar is going to be you know getting yeah. up there there's gonna That's be a lot of people right. that are just there to to watch or support their friends or whatever mm-hmm. it is correct um but but you start to you start to build that kind of community vibe by the end of the karaoke night where people are cheering for each other even if the performance isn't the best even if the voice isn't the strongest like you know everyone's having fun together and and that's kind of what makes it really fun way to perform really fun low stakes way to perform because you're you're all like in it together it's not like one band is getting up there and if they suck everyone's going to boo them because right. they're like the the main attraction and they're the people you came paid to see. Yeah, it's you know we're all in this together. We're that's all right. we're all gonna be a little bit Com- shitty to some extent. That's, <laughs> that's the right. one opportunity yeah. you have to yeah. be able to go up go up on stage and let go whatever it is. So right. it's funny that you say that about joining community because um, the 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 creator of the 
the creator of the um, of the machine was this man called Daisuke Ino. And in 2004, he was awarded the tongue-in-cheek Ig Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> for inventing karaoke. Literally, that's saying, thereby providing an entirely new way for people to learn to tolerate each other. <laughs> I tolerate you singing these notes oh terribly, but it's fun. There's nothing tongue-in-cheek about that for me. I think it's such a cool, like thing that we've created as a society like it's such a cool way to like get together and like bond over this like weird exposing like vulnerable but potentially like really fun experience and i say potentially fun because there's you can go into a karaoke night and someone will will ruin the vibe or like someone will not know not know what they're doing and be overconfident or 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 i don't know something do you think that somebody ruins the vibe by being too good or too bad Mm, that's a good question because almost everybody goes into I think everybody goes into karaoke kind of expecting for everybody to be on the same bar yeah not being Adina Menzel or Mariah Carey yeah 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 but also not being awfully terrible I don't think I don't think you can be I don't think being too good can ruin the vibe of a karaoke night I feel like like it gives something when you when You've got a lot of mediocre singers, some bad singers, some okay singers, and then suddenly someone gets up there and just like fucking knocks it out of the park. Um, Every time I see that happen, and it happens a lot of times at Bang the Drum, um, every time I see that happen, the the vibe turns from, you know, like we're all a little drunk, we're all just like dicking (laughs) around. And and that kind of fun, it goes from that to like, whoa. Which is another, which is yeah. fun too. That's yeah. a huge moment, and it's yeah. like another another level of of enjoyment for everybody in the room. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't think it ruins the vibe for for the people who are less good. I think it's just, uh, I don't know, unless you're like really really insecure. Yeah. Um, I, I know what shitty person would desire. Know, like, like, oh, she was too good. God Screw damn it! Her. I was gonna be the best one at karaoke <laughs> night this week. <laughs> My whole self self worth is based on this. <laughs> Her. Oh my god! Maybe they were too good, and that's why they murdered them. Oh my when god. they sing those songs, uh, yeah, maybe so. Maybe someone was like really jealous. Actually, okay, that reminds me of, of something that happened in Arizona at this old karaoke bar that I used to go to. Um, I would go literally probably every week. Me, sometimes it was just me. Sometimes it was me and a couple friends. Sometimes it was me and Giselle. Um, but this one night, I get out there, and it's a pretty big crowd. Um, pretty pretty big diverse crowd. There's like this dude that has that comes up to the stage no one's heard him sing before no one like we the regulars kind of all you know had gotten at least familiar with each other um and this dude comes up to the stage that no one's seen before this big huge like burly like black dude with like a vikings jersey on he's got like a like a a beanie like pulled down way low like down over his eyes basically (laughs) And he gets up there, and we assume like he's gonna like everyone's just kind of you know judge, judging the book by his cover. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna sing a rap song or yeah. like he's gonna sing I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Um, and he gets up there, and he does this incredible, beautiful operatic what? rendition of uh, "I Don't Care How You Get There" by Alita Adams. Oh my I don't God. care how you get there, just get there if you can. Oh my- and he's just fucking belting it and he sounds like an angel <laughs> and i have to assume that i don't, that he knew exactly what he was doing like putting on but this yeah. like jersey like this baggy jersey Create down to the his knees yeah he goes in there like he sets it up and it's like knocks oh. it out of the park and we were all like the crowd was screaming we were oh. like on our feet by the first second note like, what the fuck is happening in my brain right now i don't know what to do it was incredible and when you i mean even without that kind of like run up to that kind of performance though like that that moment still happens when someone gets up there and it's just absolutely crushing it like you know from from the first note and it's just a sublime like spectacular performance um yeah it's like it's uniting it's like we thought we were going to come get some free shitty entertainment and instead we're getting free inspirational like, we're getting a free concert and it's amazing um so yeah i, th- I think that's just like the greatest moment you can oh have oh my it's gosh so good. i love that idea i think i had that idea before like just dress up just total total like 
something that people wouldn't expect right. a, a certain type of sound to come out of yeah, your face. Exactly. It's so much fun. <laughs> that was that was probably the most the most delightful moment I've ever had. That's amazing. In a, in a karaoke performance, and it wasn't even it wasn't even me on the mic. It was someone you else. mean besides our duets? Right, right, right. Besides uh, a whole new world. Sorry, um, I disappeared there. Um, Sometimes something happens and your body says, <clears throat> you need to, you're going to like, it was an emergency. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> like I got really flush and dizzy, like just really oh, quick. No. Yeah, oh no. It's all good. Uh, I don't think I'm dying. Well, I mean, I'm dying, but just. We're all dying a little bit. We're all dying a little bit. Um, sorry I missed out. I don't, again, I probably could have left that out. <laughs> I, but I always say what happens. I'm like, like yeah, the, sorry uh, I had to run away from the microphone to go figure out what just happened. I but, like the uh, transparency on the show. Yeah, I mean, at it's this one of point, the core values. Sort of at this point, well, I cannot wait for you to listen back to the oh my god audio. And yeah, hear the did you guys do it? We didn't. No, oh. I was telling a story <laughs> about the a time my mind was blown. Mm. Um, but yeah, we were talking about kind of the idea that. Sorry. Of, of yeah. what what might ruin the vibe? I think what ruins Ooh, the yeah. vibe in a karaoke night um, yeah. is, this is terrible. Somebody that doesn't know the song. Well, okay, yeah that that can ruin. I don't think that ruins the vibe. I think that can make people kind of cringe a little bit and be like, mm. "Oh no, this poor guy. Oh no, oh no, it's it's all falling apart for them." Um, and kind of had that sympathy like clench, you know. Um, but I think what actually <laughs> two things can ruin the vibe sympathy. is if someone gets up there. And they've got the attitude that they're going to be a like a like a diva and like like you're welcome for what I'm about to sing to you right now, and it's and they've overestimated themselves. <laughs> but when you can see that attitude, that's yeah. when it, that's that's when it ruins the vibe. And the other and thing they that can ruin a the vibe, Dion song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they choose a Celine Dion song and they've and they 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 do not have they do not have the goods. Um, but the thing that's probably even more able to ruin the vibe is when. Is when the the crowd has kind of ch- collectively chosen a vibe for for what kind of songs are getting picked. If it's all fun songs, if it's all like upbeat, like exciting songs that everyone likes to sing along to, if it's that kind of a night, and you get up there and you like put on some like yeah. tragic heartbreaker yeah. that like no one's mm. in the mood for, <laughs> or like a real bummer, like oh my god, <laughs> no thank you, yeah, oh, Re- no, it's like you I gotta, do have some of that. That's that's. Yeah. That's kind of the number one commandment of karaoke, I think, is like read the room, yeah. read the crowd, like read the vibe that's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of kind of yeah. go with the flow if you can. I agree. Because I've, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I've, I've totally <laughs> been there on those nights when that happens and yeah. everybody's like, like you can kind of feel like everybody's just like, uh, like look away, like look down in a way, and yep. just like or go outside. Yeah, and you're right. That is a yeah. So I so I guess how would you execute telling? Like, or I mean, because you do a great job of hosting and like jumping in and helping. Because when people struggle, yeah. I know I've noticed that you're you're always good about like kind of joining in and kind of getting them back on track. And for the most part, everybody seems to react like, oh, thank you for like, but. Have you ever had anybody be like, like, oh, dude, like, uh, no, no one's ever, you know, and I, I, again, it's kind of reading the, reading the room, reading the person really. Um, if, like I said, they're coming up in with that attitude of, of, you know, they're, they're trying to be a diva. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's like, then, you know, I, there's, there's only so much, like, I, I I can't help you. Like, Mm. I'm not going to help you. Yeah. Um, You kind of let just say, here you go. Yeah. But usually I, I. I love to do backup harmonies. Like yeah. if I if I can be your backup singer, like I'll do mm. that, you know, unprompted. But if someone is like right. panicking and they're clearly like getting off key or they, you know, have don't don't remember how the song goes out at this point, mm-hmm. got in a little over their head, um, or they're like behind on the rhythm, you know, I'll that I'll jump in and usually nine times out of ten, in fact probably ten times out of ten actually. I've gotten, you know, a, a thank you or a look of gratitude, you know, when the <laughs> yeah. moment's passed or when the song's over. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope I'm reading that right. I hope I'm not just being a colossal think, asshole. No, I think like you are. Hijacking someone's song. I don't think so. When they think they're doing a really good job and making them feel bad, but... but I, uh, I doubt it. I see it as a collaborative, you know, experience, <laughs> yeah. like a collaborative performance. Yeah. Um, and I hope people feel that way. Or do you ever end the song early? Like, oh, oops. <laughs> um... If basically they have to ask me to end the song early, and I'll end the song early for yeah. them. If they like, 
put the microphone down and walk off stage and there's still like two verses left. I'm like, well, all right, we're going to fade that out and move on to the next one. That's right. Um, yeah. Pe- people that pick like eight minute long songs. Yeah. Kevin. Kevin. Um, <laughs> we know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, uh, Kevin Berthoud is infamous for yeah. uh, asking for the full length version of meatloaf. Uh, operas basically mm-hmm. that's pretty funny <laughs> I, i've i usually will will find him the radio edit and put it on surreptitiously behind it when he's not looking I'll just put on the short version yeah <laughs> no one needs that much meatloaf that's funny <laughs> um, karaoke night <laughs> yeah it's just enough like four minutes is yeah that's one of my other cardinal rules is like length of look, song look for something that's four minutes or yeah less. Like, i think you're right i think that's a good rule yeah. And, yeah, and every once in a while I run into a song that's too short. There's some Johnny Cash songs that are like, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. I I want more of this, but this is like uh, a two minute long song, and you know this person's going to run out of, you know, not going to be up there that long. Um, Gabby, I derailed your thought. What was it before? I... Oh no, I was thinking about because one of my one of my girlfriends, Ali and I, we used to go out and do karaoke four times a week, mm, and um, that's a lot. That's it was we I were we were professional <laughs> amateur karaoke right. Ers. And uh, that was actually how I got comfortable singing in front of people. Oh, nice. Was doing karaoke. And um, it's similar to like read the room, like everybody would choose like these super fun songs. And and Kevin, that's another um, karaoke oh, yeah, yeah. host C. here. Yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And he has a great voice too. And and he uh, he, he does it really well. Like he, he sprinkles in his own songs and then he'll look at the tempo between each of, each of the requested songs mm-hmm. that people are going to do. And then Allie, at the time, was obsessed with Lana Del Rey, and she would mm-hmm. do all Lana Del Rey songs when she was like going yeah. through something. And oh be like, yeah. <laughs> Kevin would be oh, like, "Why? I don't want to put this song on, but she requested it." Yeah. No, no, no. Well, and that's the thing you can do as a as a host too. And the thing that I'm kind of working on on getting better at is is you can kind of control the pace because you don't have mm. to put on like no one's. Like, it's not a legally binding contract, like the order in which people sign up for a song. Yeah. You can ship people around. Yeah. You can try to preserve that vibe or at least, you know, gradually ease out of one vibe and into another so that it's not like an abrupt, like, you're singing, people are singing, like, Backstreet Boys songs. And then suddenly, like, someone's singing uh, uh, You Oughta Know. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, puts a, like, steps on, slams on the brakes. Um, and... And and suddenly shifts gears into like a completely new vibe. Like that's mm-hmm. if you can if you can like just shuffle people around just a little bit. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously, like not wanting to like put someone on hold for like an extra hour after they've signed up for a song. Oh, uh, that uh, that would happen when I would go. I went to Harry's once. Harry's is a uh, for the listeners. Harry's is a really popular divey divey dive <laughs> bar in Pismo Beach. And they're also, they bring a lot of cover bands, but they're also known for their karaoke mm. and also known for weekly stabbings because that's the people that go there. Classic. Um, Is it my way that's causing the stabbing? <laughs> <laughs> back and home. the joke goes back around again. Um, and I put in uh, I put in one song. I waited an hour and a half. Yeah. To oh, yeah. That it kind was of, awful. That's a bummer. It was awful. And the yeah. crowd yeah. was like, I don't know what they necessarily go there for, but they weren't. You know, like when you go to bang the drum or when I would do karaoke at other places, people were very receptive and mm. you kind of want to do karaoke in front of a receptive yeah. you know, I agree. audience. Yeah. I, and Sandman was really good about picking bars that were like, he's like, you let people know as soon as they walk in that it's karaoke tonight. Yeah. yeah. And if they don't want to just say it starts at this time. And because a lot of people, it was in a Chinese restaurant, and so like a lot of people were there just to eat. And he's like, anybody knew he was like, I'm not going to start at seven eight or seven p.m. He's like, yeah. that's when everybody's eating dinner. Yeah. But he would, but he would also just because he'd get up there and slowly like play music, and then like he'd be like, hey everybody, you know, blah eight starting at eight, sign ups, come sign up. So it was like, and yeah. I, you do good, really good English bender. <laughs> you do good stuff with music and words. Um, <laughs> I'm told I am sorry, I'm a little foggy today. Um but I've noticed and, and also the the crowd at Bang the Drum is like it's people go there for that. Like, right. Yeah, it's for the, the kind most of part. it's the kind of place where people go. I mean we've we we do, you know <clears throat> the trivia on on the Wednesdays, we do, you know, open uh open jam night on mm-hmm. 
uh, Thursdays, I think. Um, you know, so it's it's the kind of place uh, with there's comedy nights. You know, every other week. Yeah, uh, it's the kind of place where where everyone's expecting most nights of the week sure. to go and see you know something enthusiastic going. amateurs doing their best and like <laughs> having a good time. That's that. a great and community, way to... and community bonding. You know, amateurs. <clears throat> so. Yeah. So it, it, it cultivate it, they actively cultivate that kind yeah. of yeah and vibe. Gabby to your point too it's exactly like that it's way more fun for everybody when because I did uh, yeah I've done karaoke where it's like everybody's kind of like uh, like it's a yeah, bar like and it's like it's happening but it's like no yeah and I I've only gone to actual one actual like actual karaoke bar it's like where they you you got rooms like yeah yeah your group get you're like and then you can invite like you know, you go out and kind of talk to people and be like, oh, you guys do it. That's fun. And like, it was really cool. It was like, yeah. oh, this is what, and I think that's kind of like what it is in the Philippines. Like that's like, it is a social thing. Like, hey, go like, this is set up just for carry. Like, obviously you can drink and stuff, but it's like, yeah, yeah. it was, it was pretty cool. It was, that was in Denver and it was like, oh, okay. This is an actual karaoke bar. Like, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, like, I've never yeah. actually done one of those where you have the private room. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty cool. <laughs> Did yeah. you go with a group? Yes, it was okay. like fifteen people. Oh, see, that is fun. Yeah, and we only one person said they weren't going to do anything. I was like, no, I think we're going to get them to do something. Yeah, <laughs> and did you? Yeah, yeah, they did. I can't remember what song they did, but after seeing like everybody go up, and I'm like, I I, I, I like to think that out of that group, I was the one that's like the least talented singer <laughs> at all so i was like let me if i can do it you can do it and then, all right all right and sometimes that's all it takes but yeah if you get a chance to go to like a legit like go get a price like and that's just something fun that yeah. it stuck with me i was like yeah that'd be fun to do that again too yeah, yeah. it's definitely fun to do it in a group yeah, I I think if I went to one of those, it would have to be like with a large group that like mm-hmm. all came together. Otherwise, I really need that. I really need strangers to watch me sing to be yeah. able to get off. You know, like that's kind of <laughs> that's good to Are know. You an extrovert? <laughs> um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the introvert karaoke host. <laughs> be good. That see, we can you, you can start your own show me. just called the introverted karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a, an onstage persona where I just get up to the mic. Up next is... Next up Freddy is... is going to be singing... Um, <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. And... Um, please... Oh my God, please don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me, don't look at me. Don't talk to me, don't look at me. I can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry I came out here tonight. Um, so it's funny that you say that because like in... I looked up like why... Why... Um, The cultural differences in Asia versus here and why it's so popular Mm -hmm. over there versus here. I can't get a straight answer other than I think it's just always been that way, the way it's always been. uh, Yeah, I I looked that up too, kind of the... And it seems just because it's like, well, that's where it started. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it got, like, it's pop... And it's been in their, you know, it's been part of their culture for more than 30 years. So it's Mm -hmm. like, it's like, yeah, whereas here, it you know, it came over here and it... Man... Would like you it's say, something that you do like when is you it, go Was out it like sometimes. the 90s? It feels like the 90s was kind of when karaoke, everybody was like, oh yeah, karaoke. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's a thing. Like we yeah. could do that. Like it didn't, I don't, <clears throat> I can't, I mean, obviously I was too young, but it's like, it'd be fun to ask like my mom or something be like, did you guys have karaoke like back when you guys were like 25 yeah. or was it just kind of like something you heard about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think um, in, what was the year? I think 2000 maybe. Mm-hmm. Was when the movie Duets came out. Oh, okay. Which uh, it stars um, Paul Giamatti and Maria Bello. Oh, wow. And Gwyneth Paltrow and Huey Lewis of Huey Lewis and the News <laughs> plays Gwyneth Paltrow's estranged father. Interesting. Um, and Andre Brauer, who is uh, Captain Holt. Oh, I love, yeah, I love Bruno, Andre Brauer. Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's great. Um, <laughs> and it's a, it's a movie about kind of three parallel pairs of people who are like on their way to a karaoke competition like it's just a series of karaoke competitions that they're trying to like work the care the professional karaoke circuit I, man which I, I don't I think it's a thing that ever existed in the united states that's but awesome. in the movie for the sake of the movie it is and it's okay. uh, uh it is 
I'll have to and watch that. It interesting. Sounds, I wouldn't a, say it's a good movie. I would say it's an interesting movie. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting little slice of, you know, 2000s culture. <laughs> um, it is a very interesting take on what people think karaoke is. Mm. Um, and some actually, honestly, great vocal performances from all of those actors. Um, which is uh, uh, kind of fun to watch. But yeah, it's not, not necessarily a great is, movie. Is it a comedy movie. then? Like, is it more Yeah, it's like... kind of a comedy. It's a little bit drama. Um, I'll give you a spoiler. Uh, That's okay. That, that Andre Brower and uh, Paul Giamatti uh, pair up as like uh, a business guy uh, who is having like a midlife crisis and uh, a... a con artist like an ex-con con con man i'll let you like figure out which is which and uh um the um it ends up being basically paul giamatti on their road trip is just doing as many drugs as possible to like get over how depressed he is about his life and his business and stuff uh and he ends up i think murdering a gas station attendant jesus and okay, so it's a little dark. Way? Yeah, and, and yeah, on, there, there's, there's my some, way's playing in the back. <laughs> there's some weird moments of darkness, oh just like in this otherwise kind of light. Do you comedy. remember who directed it? Uh, it, it was uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's dad. What's his name? Bur- Bruce Paltrow. Bur- Bruce Paltrow. He is a director. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Bruce <laughs> of all the names, Bruce. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just knocking on Bruce's. Um, okay, that's yeah. in, all right. And Andre Brower, the who plays an ex-convict who's like trying to get his life back together. Um, ends up oh taking God. the rap for this guy, this other guy, so that he can go on and have his good productive life or whatever. Okay. And getting shot by the cops over the crime that Jesus. they think he committed, but actually this, you know, white business guy committed. It is such a weird, weird movie, but it's... Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try and find that. Is Gwyneth Paltrow in it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So G. Paltrow. Wow, that's a big cast. Yeah, it is. Maya Rudolph's yeah. in it? Maya Rudolph's in it, yeah. Michael um, Bublé is in it. Oh yeah, yeah. He plays a he, finale singer. It says, "Yeah, yeah." Sorry, I'm looking up. He's the just IMDb. a karaoke singer at one of the competitions. Um, I've definitely Huey never Lewis, seen it. Huey Lewis plays Gwyneth Paltrow's father, okay. who left their family to be a karaoke hustler on the karaoke circuit, <laughs> where you can I mean, rake in, where you can rake in lots of money by pretending to not be a good singer, so that people will bet you that they'll oh, be a better singer than that, you. And then you get up on stage and be a very good singer. So you're a shark. And then win all that money. Yeah, I'm a karaoke shark. I mean, that is... Now, that guy at the bar with the beanie and the Vikings jersey is that That, guy. He's that guy. Yeah, he's trying to to hustle everybody. That was... Because a lot of karaoke... Oh, did somebody blow your... The guy that blew your mind? This dude blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. Did not look like he was going to... Absolutely wail on a lovely Alita Adams song. And he just like... (laughs) That's awesome. Operatic voice. It is funny, too... To like like that couple that get, that showed up at the mm. last one that I went to Ben and Tay I love like, those guys. Uh, first of all, that guy's hair was uh, he's just got magical. It's like it's yeah, like yeah. perfect. It's a perfect like it like pumped. Yeah, but, it's like this fluffy pomp. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a member of uh, One Direction. Yeah, there you um, go. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. And his girlfriend is just like tiny and adorable. They're both tiny and yeah, adorable. Honestly. They are absolutely, and they just they kill crush it. it every yeah. single time. Every song they sing, they usually sing a song together. Yeah, uh, and then they usually sing one or two songs separately. What's the song they sing together? Fuck. Yeah, it was good. I just remember being like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm not gonna. F- I I'll follow them, but geez, yeah, I'm like oh, yeah. oh, man. But it's still fun because the they're there. They're, they're a good. And they get the vibe. They're like, oh yeah, this is it. like they know they're good, but they're like, no, they're cheering everybody else on yeah, too. They're yeah, not they're just very like, oh, excuse us, yeah, yeah, excuse us while we blow your mind. And then also, leave God, now paying I, our tab. Yeah, I really want to know if like karaoke competition, like, because what is the well, how, how? First of all, how would you judge a karaoke competition? Do you in uh, your like if you were gonna judge it, how would you judge it? Score yeah. it. Like, oh, you you didn't mess up a word. That's a point. Yeah, I've been in a karaoke competition. Yeah, and at Slow Brew when it was still downtown, mm-hmm. and um, I have there were three judges. I chose a Janis Joplin song. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but I did not pass the first round. And like the other singers were, I think they measure like stage presence to 
the how you keep up with the song. Yeah. Okay. And like just various various different things. There was one guy, and I've seen him before. He used to do karaoke at Bills and Pappy McGregor's and a few other places. He's like mm-hmm. this Filipino-looking guy, and this guy can hit a high C like I've never heard mm-hmm. in my life before. Oh my god! And he goes to every. He's like kind of secret. He's that guy. He's the shark. Yeah. He's that guy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know exactly Pacquiao? how yeah. they how they judge a competition, but. Yeah, in the movie, they judge it usually by audience reaction. Oh, okay. It's like, like a noise meter, applause meter, sort of <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's um, funny. But yeah, I, I guess you would have to do like a panel of judges. Yeah, I think that probably makes the most sense. Yeah, being the drum should have one. And they'd have to be. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Ooh. I'll go do you in. have? Do you have? But do the judges need to have some musical ability so they understand oh, what they they're listening to? for? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think you'd for credentials. I think, I think you'd have to have someone who is a like has musical background at least uh, at least one or two on a three judge panel that have musical background mm-hmm. and one who has like an encyclopedic knowledge of like pop music Ooh. someone who just knows yeah. like oh hey you messed up that word or hey you yeah. messed up the phrase hey, you switch the ki- a good idea. around or whatever i like it um uh yeah i think that would be fun but i think you could probably get points I wouldn't want to judge anything like that on accuracy or specificity. I would want to judge it on just pure performance, performance yeah. what you did with the song, mm. like whether you missed a, a note or a, a, a lyric or not or, or, or whatever. Um, I don't think that would matter. I would yeah. I would want to judge it based on just passion, yeah. stage yeah. presence, performance, um, you know, vocal quality. Yeah. Yeah. Then you'd then you have to be a judge. Then you you are one of three. I would I would be the judge. Yeah. yeah. I would be. You'd I would be. be I would be the Simon Cowell. No. <laughs> yeah. It's just not good. Yeah. What do you mean? Who told you you could sing like that? Uh, my no. mo- my oh girlfriend, my and she said she liked it. She sometimes says nothing. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> I can never be that judge. Oh, my God. You'd be too, a, I feel like you would be a great judge. I'm too much of a fucking cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. of that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You you do I bet you would do like the like the sandwich criticism like that was great great passion maybe improve yeah. on this yeah. but great job yeah. I would just I would just be everybody too, gets tens I would just be too proud of everybody yeah you did it <laughs> but that's awesome um are you do you feel burnt out on the karaoke talk do you want to keep going no i mean i'm i'm down i've still got a couple more rules that okay I yeah please go over yeah uh, okay so, as, yeah, as long as they're not giving questions. away anything this is, no no no. this is rough draft okay and and, and kind of my you're workshopping it my, i'm workshopping it but yeah okay. so so know know your song obviously backwards and forwards inside and out um read the room is probably the most important one mm-hmm. read the vibe mm-hmm. um know why you're singing because um, that's very important um, and what I mean by why is are you singing because you're a very good singer and you you know need, want an outlet for Just your practice. very good voice yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is a totally valid reason are you singing because you think it's fun to get up and like get a few drinks and just like belt out a song whether you're going to perform it really well or not are you which is also completely valid and totally fine are you uh, uh, singing because people are pressuring you and you don't actually really want to sing. That's a very important thing to know. Because um, you want to, yeah, would you discourage that? Is that yeah, a, I would like, say, yeah, nah, I, don't go to pressure. I yeah. think consent is incredibly important in a karaoke uh, night. Um, if, you, if you don't want to sing, yeah. like, don't, don't fucking sing, don't. man. Like, you're not going to have a good time. It's true. The people yeah. around you aren't going to have a good time. People can sense your, like, reluctance or reticence to get up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're like putting them through that experience when no one, when everyone knows <laughs> that no one wants this to happen, yeah. like no one's going to have a good time. Um, Very true. But that will, knowing why you want to sing, whether it's because you have a good voice, because you, you know, want a creative outlet, you, you, um, or just want to have a good, uh, a fun time and want to give everyone else a fun time, you know, whether that's because of your good voice or not. Um, know, know what you're bringing to the table because that will help you pick your song. Yeah. Um, and then uh, know um, know your limits, know your range, your your uh, know your breath range, know what you're good at, what you're not good at, know the the limits of your actual you know musical range, so that you're not picking a song that's like way mm. too high or way too low, mm-hmm. um, way too complicated. I um, learned that lesson. Yeah. And, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, it's a bad feeling, and because all of a sudden it went from fun. 
And it was a song before I did. It was in, when I was started. I was new to it, and I was it was in Colorado, and I picked a thrice song, oh, and yeah. it was way too. Fa- and I was just like, thrice song. Thrice is. And I was like, oh, I fucked it up. Yeah. And I could see this lady in the front row, just and I was just like, oh fuck, she knows no. too that I yeah. suck. <laughs> She's your barometer. No. And you can just, yeah. Um, yeah. Thrice is <laughs> thrice is an intense tempo. It's yeah. like complex melodies and harmonies it's yeah. uh i won't be doing know, it again <laughs> there's some highs like really high notes really low notes and it's yeah that's yeah yeah that's but that is i like that because that does fi- i i agree with your that now would you like are you working at so when you introduce karaoke night like would are you gonna like say these rules so like people kind of have <laughs> or kind of just say here's some here's some guidelines guys just for to have a better time or mm. or do you think it that would that's a good question yeah make I, people I, be like wait there's rules it's like yeah not really i feel like, that, I feel like that would be a bit of a bummer i think this is just kind of a personal manifesto that i'm working on for <laughs> no one to ever read or see um yeah i don't, no. I don't know i kind of i would encourage you to you don't. Need, I don't even say the word rules. Just say here's some guidelines, yeah. guys. Just to, I don't know, but maybe not. You can just write like a Ten Commandments. Yeah. On stone. Hand them out. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, ha, 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 ha It's a joke. Uh, not really. It's a joke, but really, no, no, your yeah. limits. <laughs> have, yeah. Have an easel with like the your rules sitting up on stage, so people have to see it when they walk yeah. in. They're like, oh, uh, oh, oh, that's yeah. good. Oh, good point. And obviously, it's going to be hard because. You're in a setting where booze is involved, so how many right. people are actually paying attention and reading things? But yeah, I know. So that is tricky, but I do like the guidelines. Like, and people listening, I hope you're. I think it's beneficial to hear them because yeah. it's like if you've never thought about it, it's like I because I never again I never thought I'd do care and then I it's like I had way more fun than I expected and then I'll it's like so it'll always be something that I'll go do. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, and and knowing your limits, knowing like what you're capable of, like with your voice, with your yeah. performing ability, like that will, mm-hmm. I think that's a really big big opportunity for you to pick a song that if you if you don't have a super strong voice, but you really like to sing, you really like to perform, you really like to get up there and have a good time with it, um, you have a couple of different options. You can do something like a like a, like anyone can sing a Johnny Cash song or. Um, right. a Ramon song, like you're saying, like you're one of your, kind of a lot of your go tos, I think, are, are Ramon songs. <laughs> Ramones, yep. Um, <laughs> you know, you and and that's still going to be a fun, you know, crowd pleaser. Um, that doesn't necessarily require you to like be I'm not killing be Mariah me. Carey out there. That's right. Um, or you can, I mean, turn it into a sing along. If you pick a song that like everybody knows, everyone's going to get, you know, at least ironically pumped up about singing along with you. You can pick up Britney Spears. You can pick. You know, Journey, yeah. or you can pick Backstreet Boys or In Sync or whatever, and you know, there's a handful of the not a handful. There's probably a twenty or twenty or or so songs out there that are like so well known that everyone's just going to sing along. Yeah, with you. everyone's going to sing along with "Wannabe" by Spice Girls. Everyone, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever <laughs> done a karaoke night that somewhat like some group of <laughs> chicks doesn't get up there or a group of dudes doesn't get up there and yeah. sing "Wannabe" by Spice Girls, and the entire crowd sings along. That's you right. Don't, you don't d- have to be a performer to do. To, to lead everyone in a sing along of wannabe. That's right. Yeah. Um, There's almost these songs that are like caricature songs specifically right, right, for karaoke. Yeah. yeah. Um, Don't oh, stop believing. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was one of my questions for you. Was like what it? And I. It's obviously off the top of your head, but like, what are the most common songs you see people sign up for? If you like, if you can remember, yeah. like, I'm sure. Obviously, because I've gotten to enough. It's like Journey always comes up. Journey always comes up. Um, yeah, it's usually Don't Stop Believing. Um, Wannabe by Spice Girls, literally mm-hmm. almost every time. Um, um, Which says something about the age group for the for most of it. Like, yeah. I've noticed like when people, because it's like, oh, yeah, like there's no way that that, un- unless, but then again, is it that well-known that 20-year-olds are, know what it is too? Uh yeah, probably. I mean, I feel I like so. it, I feel like it hits a very yeah. Everybody's like, oh, they they somehow know it. Yeah, note, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, bye 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 is almost always chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, Billie Jean. You know, I don't know. Uh, Billie Jean is often chosen, but I don't think it's universal. It's, it's not one of the songs that I always that okay. I always get a request for, but but pretty often. 
Um, That'd be fun to like start keeping track of like most picked songs at your karaoke nights and like, and then you, what you could also do in your your uh, r- rule got <laughs> pull a guitar center and say no, don't ever play this song or this. Song. <laughs> like, you don't pick up a guitar in guitar center and start playing Stairway to Hell. Oh, it is Bohemian absolutely Rhapsody not has to be Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Bohemian. I, I was actually looking at articles about kind of just karaoke and just kind of doing a little pre pre search here, um, and. There was, I saw a lot of articles that were like, don't pick Bohemian Rhapsody. It's overdone and you're not good enough to do it and whatever. But Bohemian Rhapsody is one of those songs where everybody knows it. Everybody. And you don't have to necessarily be a strong singer. You don't necessarily have to be able to hit all Freddie Mercury's notes. Yeah. The because whole room is going to You're basically it. leading a sing-along at that yeah. point. Um, so I, I think that's kind of... A lot of people say that's overrated as a karaoke song. I think it's pretty accurately rated as a karaoke song, yeah. like because it's it's gonna keep the vibe up. People are gonna be excited to hear mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, even if the person on the stage isn't the best singer. Yeah, it's a chance for everyone to like do a, a little collaborative playtime. Yeah, the last one I went to, that dude, who I don't know if he works at Bang the Drum anymore, but he went up and did Anderson Pack and killed it, and I was like, oh, wow. I was like, oh. Like it came on, and I was like, "Yes!" And yeah. he fucking nailed it. What the fuck am I supposed to do? You drink up all my uh, liquor now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was Matthew. He was oh, he was one of the amazing. one of the he fucking killed there. it. Yeah, it was his dude. last his last night working there. Oh, okay, oh, wow. so he got up and did, did a bunch of songs, and How he's cool. really really good. Yeah, he, he nailed it too. He does like some it really was really good. Um, he's done fun. like some Del the Funky Del and Funky Homo Sapien, and like just a lot of kind of like more like interesting offbeat like kind of rap songs that he does a lot okay. and it's very fun yeah um was... if you can that's my my like silver bullet for a karaoke night is if you come prepared again knowing your knowing your capabilities knowing the song backward and forward and you come prepared with an obscure song mm. that's gonna like blow people's minds that like someone's singing this like completely random song that i've maybe heard once or twice in my life yeah um and you crush it that that will bring the house down like that's super fun super fun vibe um i agree kind of look at my old list to see what bang the drum specifically has a couple of songs creep is always going to be radiohead someone's always going to do creep um gosh that reminds me of guitar hero that's pure guitar hero (laughs) yeah which was a type of it's not karaoke, but like I remember when that game came out, I was kind of like, "Oh my gosh!" It's, it was close yeah. to karaoke. Yeah. It was yeah. like you because you could like, Those yeah, were the simple good times. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it took Holy the country shit. by storm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm I'm thinking I'm looking at time, and for the listeners, we're gonna come back with part two, uh, briefly. Give us a minute, and then in your ears, you're just gonna hit play next. So, yeah, stay tuned for part two with Larry Pena and Gabe and me, some guy. All right.